live from the Blair County Convention Center in Altoona, Pennsylvania. It's the Kima Podcast, the emergency management podcast for Kima members, by Kima members. I'm your host, Paul Falavolito, and still alive and breathing. It's Miss Amy Amir. Oh, hey, Paul. Hey, what's going on? I know. It's uh, it's great. All the educational things are done for the day. Thank it's you. now time for the second break with the hors d'oeuvres. We have pulled in uh, several people here and uh, joining us from White Oak, it's our emergency management coordinator, Mr. Mark Jones. Hey, Mark. Hey, how's everybody? How was the drive up? Yeah, it, was, uh, it was beautiful. Uh, the leaves are a beautiful orange color and... It was uh, very uneventful. Yeah. So I see you have your first uh, liquid refreshment of the day. Yes, I do. So that's a good thing. Well, I'm glad you came over here because I know I think you were on one of the episodes when we talked about this guy in the class that he's going to be doing uh, this year at KemaCon 2019. And so uh, it's my great pleasure to introduce from Montgomery County... Uh, their community outreach coordinator, Mr. Tim Elbertson. Hi, Tim. Howdy. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here. I have a question to ask oh, you. Oh, I even know. I bet you I oh, can I do the question. <laughs> Ready? Do One. Do no, I'm not going to do it with two, you. Two, three. Would you be lost without a Vost? <laughs> He's asking me. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. That's where the, I was just making sure that wasn't the liquor talk. No, no, no. <laughs> it may very well be. But Tim is our Voss guy. He's going to be teaching this class. Um... He taught it earlier. Oh, I already did that. Yeah. Oh, so you, I missed you it. You missed it. I missed it. So now we have to talk about Vosting. So how did your class go? It went really well. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with what Vost is? <sighs> uh, you know, embarrassingly, not on the level where I could probably hold an intelligent conversation with you. So why don't you just tell me the overview of your class and, and what, what, it, what it did? So Vost, much like government, uh, is an acronym for Virtual Operations Support Team. And uh, to narrow that down, it's basically a team of volunteers who can help out uh, on digital platforms to monitor information to provide that back to an EOC, an incident commander, uh, any type of agency looking for information during an event or disaster. So where, where would those people be located? Could they be located anywhere? They can be located anywhere. There are VOST uh, all around the world, actually. Started here in the States in uh, 2011, 2012, and has grown internationally. And the beauty of that is, is you have volunteers in different time zones. So if an incident happens here on the East Coast, and it's easy for people to, to monitor their computer during their office hours, you know, 8 and 5, 9 and 5. Uh, but if you go home and then you have folks on the West Coast, they're three hours uh, behind us. So yeah. they can still monitor that activity for us into the nighttime hours. So Vost uh, is across all network, all platforms, social media platforms, so basically, uh, a, a VOST member is someone like me, a volunteer to join an agency, uh, a VOST team. And so uh, I'm currently enrolled with the state of Oregon, VOST. So Oregon has a team of volunteers like me all around the world. So if an incident happens in the state of Oregon, uh, they can ask for our assistance to monitor whatever platforms uh, they think information might be on, or we think information might be on. So... There was an instance uh, with a uh, local community college shooting back in 2015 where we were looking at different things. Traditional social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Vimeo, but also looking at local uh, community newspapers 
for where people were commenting on articles that were listed. We were just looking online at general web searches. Also, websites like Reddit and Tumblr. Because a lot of people, you know, when you're, you're talking in the recovery of an incident, one week, two weeks after the fact, and people always have an opinion on how things could have done better. Some people write blogs or do podcasts about that sort of stuff. So that's where a digital volunteer, like a Vost member, could mine that information to, to give back to an agency who's looking at how are we, how, what's the feedback on how we're handling our response to this. Mm-hmm. So does Vost exist because the incident team just doesn't have time to pull out their phones and look up info? Pretty much. So someone who's in charge of, of public information, a public information officer, the traditional way, it was all get the information and push it outbound because you know, prior to the turn of the century, we had traditional television, radio, newspaper, print, film, and, and video. Now everyone has the technology in their hand with a smartphone. So everyone in the public is basically a, a citizen journalist. Right. So they're sharing information as well. And there's a lot of intelligence and situational awareness that we would be missing out. Um, from a public information standpoint, not only are we responsible for putting information out, but we're trying to gather that information to give back to the incident commanders. So a lot of agencies, a lot of uh, uh, EOCs, they're basically one person in charge of public information. So having this team helping out and that's in support of that is huge. So like when you're active with Oregon... Is there a system that you're dialed into with a template that's already made where you dump info into it? Yeah, there's a back channel. Like a lot of uh, what Oregon basically uses Google Docs. So it was set up that way. Uh, all of the team members are trained on how to use it. Um, they sign up. They, they log in, put hours, and then every, every sheet is basically a log of activity of, of what we've mined. And then who's ever the shift leader would put that information into a readable, digestible format and send that back to the point of contact, whether that's the PIO at the EOC or whoever's asked their information. And depending on how many times they want it, once a day, twice a day, every six hours, we work that out between the volunteers and, and the EOC. So I have to think with the current disaster that's happening in California right now with the Kincaid fire, undoubtedly there's a vast somewhere that's helping, right? There, Yeah, there are multiple Voss out, out in the American West. In fact, um, I was reading an article uh, where they interviewed one of the Voss leaders, and her husband joked that he can't bother her because it's Voss season when it's fire season. <laughs> Voss uh, season. Because that's, a, that's such good. A, it's, yeah. a, it's a long-standing event. It's a long-duration right. event where information is constantly ebbing and flowing and changing on a daily basis. But you know that fire is not going to be put out anytime soon. Sure. So how does someone get involved with uh, being on a Vost team? Like, is it one website where you start? So there is a, uh, oddly enough, the, the Vost concept started here in the States, but it's really been embraced more internationally. Uh, there, there is a website, I believe it's VOSG, because it started out as Virtual Operations Support Group. Dot US. That's the website, vosg.us. And it'll show you the history of the VOST, um, and it'll show you where the VOST exists around the world. Uh, and generally, there are folks who sign up for one and then get wrapped up with another one and another one because you want people to be able to monitor around the clock for you. So with the Oregon team, we have representatives from the United Kingdom, from New Zealand, from wow. s- some Central America. Everyone chimes in on that um, 
So if, if you're interested in looking how to, to team up with a Vosk, you can find one of those and just inquire uh, the process. They're all a little bit different, but there's a standard training. Everyone has to be trained on ICS, so they understand basic emergency management principles. Uh, but then also social media as well. That's a big thing. You have to kind of, if you don't know what you're doing on the, on the social media platform, then you're no, you're no used to a Vost team. Mark, are we allowed to have a Vost? Well, I, that's what I was, I was going to ask the question. Um, locally in Pennsylvania, what do we have available to us? So in the southeastern region, in Montgomery, Chester County, Philadelphia, we're working or trying to put one together. Uh, we've been talking about it for a couple of years. When I started this job in 2011, I looked into what Vost was, and I Googled Vost Pennsylvania, and one came up for the Philadelphia Department of Public Health, hmm. and I was shocked. Because to me, I thought it was an emergency management concept. Yeah. There's a gentleman there at uh, the Philadelphia Public Health. His name is James Garrow. He's a bigger fangirl of Voss than I am. <laughs> and um, so we have connected. We did a workshop last year in the southeastern region with some of our public information officers in health and emergency management. We pulled in Pima at the state. And uh, FEMA came as well from Region 3 to talk about how we would do this. We had some local PIOs from some municipalities in the area. So we're working towards putting the team together for the southeast because we have a lot of public information personnel down there and the thought was we get it going in the region we tested it when uh, the world meeting of families occurred in 2015 when pope francis was in town then the democrats came in 2016 so we did some exercises and most of that was uh, from a health standpoint public health they were concerned about any kind of public health situations that would come up Uh, but what we learned from that is health agencies are interested in certain things Emergency management is interested in certain things. So you almost need to have uh, focuses in almost two teams, people who are trained in health surveillance and people who are trained in no emergency response to know what to be looking for in terms of lost um, response. Listen, don't reach across the table and slap me when I ask oh, this next oh, please. question. Please, please, let Amy, me move. No, hold on. Wait, wait, I got to get up. the camera. Wait, 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 yeah. Hold on, video. But isn't, isn't a Vost and... So, like, is Vost part of VOAD? Are they different? Do they... Totally different are, are letters. We not all this... Uh, right. Different letters, but volunteers <laughs> assisting in... So, it's interesting that you brought that up. So, believe it or not, for those... For volunteer... VOAD is voluntary organizations that are active in disaster. These are, like, the community-based, faith-based faith groups that come and respond... Sure. ...in recovery. There is an agency called Humanity Road... They are a bunch of digital volunteers who perform VOS-like functions and provide that information to these responder agencies. So disaster happens in northern Africa. These Humanity Road volunteers will see what the chatter is online to help direct the response for all these participating volunteer agencies. So they'll kind of have an idea of where the need is greatest. Yeah. What VOST does is provide the type of service to emergency management and government agencies. And then the thought was that we'll work together to bridge from the initial response in the disaster cycle to transition to recovery with our VOAD partners. Does VOST get financial support from anyone? Uh, not that I am aware of, uh, because it's mostly volunteer-driven. Right. However, depending on the state level, if the states were to look into that uh, to provide training, that could be a possibility. 
Vost was used um, in 2017. The Oregon Vost was deployed, if you will, to assist Texas with the Hurricane Harvey response. There was a lot of information that was found on social media channels that was relayed to Texas Department of Public Safety. A couple weeks later, when Maria struck Puerto Rico, the governor of Puerto Rico was unaware of what Vost could do. So FEMA now, moving forward, has said Vost is actually a deployable asset Hmm. and can be requested through the EMAC process. Hmm. Are there any FEMA classes that support Vost or help train Vost, or is it all of the alphabet soup-like PIO stuff? I think that they're working towards embracing that and figuring out how to use it, um, but none that I've seen lately. Okay. Okay. Very good. So if we were were looking to do something like this in southwestern or western Pennsylvania, what would we have to start considering to get something like this started? So we're still struggling in the southeast okay. because, like, we've had our meetings, like, who's going to own it, who's going to run it, how's it going to be set up, who's going to maintain the, the volunteer list. Um, we've set up a framework between Montgomery County Public Safety, Philadelphia Emergency Management, Philadelphia Public Health. Um, we just haven't had the time because we wear so many different hats right. in this business. Yep. That fortunately, and I'm knocking on some wood here, that we haven't had to, to need the, this response. But I think moving forward, uh, it's, a, it's a team that we'd like to get together to, to, to share with everyone else in Pennsylvania and then build the team as well mm-hmm. to make it a statewide asset. So for, I think for your region, someone just takes the, takes the baton and says, let's have a, have a meeting about I'd like this. to see Kima take the reins with this, Amy, and... Okay. Be a big supporter of Pennsylvania. What are you Vost. doing? Tu- oh wait, what are you doing Tuesday? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Monitoring your social media. Okay. Active, I guess okay. we're activating the boss. Oh right? Uh, right, yeah. Let's activate the boss. <laughs> no, this this would be a great home for it through chemo. We, you know, the, Tim and I should probably talk about some other stuff too because something else I'd like to add into chemo's expansion here is adding in a um, public information. Like, uh, not certification, but certification, for lack of a better word. You know, just come up with some criteria. And you get, like, a cool certificate from Kima. Cool. From Kima. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be yeah. spectacular. Cool. Definitely. And then and, and Con Ed w- credits. And, and what would be even better is if you can get more Vosts throughout Pennsylvania that at the annual Kima conference, this would be the place where they all come and have their annual like a Vost meeting. Like Dinner, something. Okay. Yeah. I wrote it. She's making notes. I'm making notes. Right. Tim Tuesday. <laughs> Can we get a corpolice for lunch or something? Can we get corpolice for lunch? Yeah. Okay. Tomato pie. Yeah, tomato yeah. pie. I'm All sure, right. we could find uh, that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you totally. bring up, uh, the other question is who who's the good Vosk member? Um, you know, they're they're trusted agents. Whom do you trust? Because right. we're. In our industry, we're so tight-lipped with information sometimes about making sure the person is vetted enough to, to provide sure. that. That's a great point. And a VOST, a VOST member uh, does not share information on behalf of the organization that they're representing. They're just mining the information and providing that feedback in the report. So that's right. important to, to share that. You've got to find people that don't want to be Johnny first with mm-hmm. the with right. the tweet whenever right. they get access to right. info. Right. Yeah. But so you look for people within your own network. I mean, if you have people who are trained to be a PIO, then that's who you start with. Uh, you can look for people in the education system or the hospital and healthcare system. I also look at maybe librarians, people who are good at research. 
and train them to learn all this, this stuff that they're, they're using skills that they already have for their greater good to help us. Yeah. Good points. Okay. Yep. Uh, the music. Yep. It, every time. I know. Every time he hits that button. Yeah. So that's it. Um, this is episode 30. So this is a. It's a milestone it's an, episode. It's, wow. it's another that's historic. An honor. Thank you. Milestone. <laughs> and, um, you know, Tim, I appreciate your time. Mark, I appreciate your time. No problem. I'd like to have a private discussion with you at the bar as soon as okay. this episode no wraps. My time is. You should thank Amy, too. Thank you, Amy, for the hors d'oeuvres that are quickly getting eaten in front of me. Yeah, it's a quick hors d'oeuvre bar there. Yeah. So. All right, everyone. Thank you. That's going to do it for episode 30 of the Kima podcast.